B-Pod Studios. Get ready, get ready. It's time now for Zolak and Bertrand. Brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks on 98.5 The Sports Hub. When you're the reigning defending champions and you know the road that has to be traveled, you know this, Shannon, even though it was in the sport of football, being the champion that you are, you're going to get everybody's A game. Correct. You're the champion. And so what you're doing is you're treading water to some degree or doing a little bit better than that because you understand what to prioritize. You're the Boston Celtics. You got a guy like Jalen Brown trying to validate the $304 million salary, the contract rather, that he received in the offseason. You got a Jason Tatum who's got some making up to do for his performance in the finals a few years, a couple of years back. So you've got that going on, all right? And on top of it all, you got Boston collectively, a pressure cooker because as Kendrick Perkins, who won a title in Boston, would tell you, he was like, yo, they get measured by a different standard, right. like he just said. So all of those things being considered, you can understand why there's such a priority that's placed on every regular season game for the Boston Celtics. That's not necessarily the case with the Denver Nuggets because we understand the road that it's going, we're going to have to travel in order to repeat as champions because we are the reigning defending champions. That's a different, that's a different onus on their shoulders than, than the Boston Celtics possess. playing the organ again. So it's wonderful. one of my favorites. <laughs> it's like I'm not sure. I don't know ball. if it's it's really ball game or if it's um if this is uh like hey you're on the amusement park ride. It's that thing that goes around. This is Dodger Stadium. The merry go round. Vince Scully. I remember Sosie told me he cried when he heard Vince Scully sing Wind Beneath My Wings. <laughs> that was a good one. Come on, Pop. He like, no, seriously. Hey, everybody's got a hero. Okay. All right. Uh, Stephen A. Smith. Yep. On the Celtics. Uh, if I could follow along there for a minute there, he's saying that the Celtics are dealing with more pressure than the other teams that are in this thing. Is that, is that, t- does that fairly sum up what he was saying there? Do I understand his point Kind of, yeah, yeah. That they play in the pressure cooker of Boston. Mm-hmm. I debate that with him. Okay. Stephen A., I, I don't know how much pressure they face night to night, game to game here in Boston. Do you feel like the Celtics are under a ton of pressure here locally? Uh, last time I season? checked, uh, they were doing odds for potentially winning every single home game. They ended up losing, I think, after the twenty first. I think they were twenty one and one. That was their first loss at home. They have a super soft fan base. I don't say that as a criticism. It's no, just kind of the fan base. Fan base. It's just yeah. who they are. It's, yeah. They're they. Adore the team. They don't often criticize the team. They want to put Marcus. Smart if they're in the doing rafters. anything, they're complaining about others, and I do this too. Others that are sort of slighting the team. Correct. Yeah. And and the the argument that's been going on for now two weeks is Jason Tatum's not getting enough love in the MVP conversation. That's what they're bitching about. Yeah. They're not complaining about anything to do with the team. And in fact, there's not much to complain about with this team. I learned I learned this stuff with Brady. Like every time, every year, I tried to argue the Brady stuff, and like the one guy unfairly got it overhand, and we're fourteen and two or fifteen and one, you know, divisional round, AFC title game, how many straight Super Bowl? Who gives a rat's ass about the damn freaking MVP? Go win the whole thing. He wins this year. All that other crap's going to take care of itself. He needs to win more than anybody. He really does. To really justify. Sadly, to a lot of people, how freaking good the kid is at that age and what he's meant and what he's meant to this team. You can almost single-handedly 
put it on one individual than a team. Two things all year. It's not even about the Celtics. It's about Tatum. Two things that have had that have been talked about and have been complained about. One, they take too many threes. Mm-hmm. That's one of the complaints. Yep. The other one is they've fallen short in some of their bigger matchups that we expected better. Notably, Denver. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's it. We've two talked things. about it. There are two things all year that anyone's gotten on their case about. And fingers crossed for health. But that's not like, a complaint. Not There's a no complaint. pressure there. Right. No. I, I don't know that they have a lot of pressure, pressure from the city right now on their way to hopefully another finals appearance. It's I just, mean, there's an expectation that they're going to get there. Hey, Is the, that okay? We're at the point. You yes. get in the march okay. and you're trying yes. to look up, I guess. So there's pressure in that. Yeah. I get that. You're trying to find talking points yeah, with the sport you cover and you're looking at it like, oh, let's talk about Boston. They don't get enough, you know, enough attention. Or they get, they don't get enough attention. You know, they get enough attention around here. Like, I think we all expect them to be there in the end. Definitely. It's, it's fait accompli. I mean, it's not even like, hey, who are they going to get in the first round? They might get a bad draw. No. No, and I'm, I, I even think they could lose the whole damn thing and still have a hell of a year getting to the finals. you got to get to the finals. If you lose, okay, yeah, you've got to get to the finals. Yeah. I'm not sitting here saying they have to win it yeah. or, it's a, or, it's a, or it's a disaster every year. No, not so the case. And anytime Kobe and everybody was good, wasn't all the pressure on L.A.? Wasn't all the pressure on the Lakers? How about the Heat when LeBron went down there and took, and took the two guys with him? Was there pressure on Miami at that time to win? Especially with Pat Riley being down there, yeah, I think the pressure here pressure is that goes they have where to you're good. Finals, yeah, that's where it is. You can't fall short of getting to the finals. Oh no, nope. Especially after you take the heart and soul of your team out and Marcus Smart. The year you take Marcus Smart away. So my real question about this team is: Are you going to flip a switch when the playoffs begin? Are you going to not have sort of that slow start in the playoffs like you did a year ago in overlooking a matchup? Right, going six games with the Hawks. Do, freaking okay. Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. Philly. Like, do, do you have flip switchers on your team? Flip switchers. Yeah, think about it. Like, maybe Drew Holiday could be the missing flip switcher. He might like, be. Flip that switch. Yeah, Like, one. you know? Because mm-hmm. I think Tatum and Brown go with the flow. They go with the flow of games. I mean, he might try it. It may, it may look like Brown's trying it more. You know, as far as being an aggressive guy, getting into it with people. You're going to have to have a little bit of edge, too, when these playoffs start. You're starting to see teams get chippy now post-All-Star break. Some stuff going on out there. You know, there's going to be people coming after you. I wonder if teams look at you and say, shoot, we could intimidate this team in a series. We get after them. Let's put it in someone's hand. Let them go win it. See, maybe they have that guy in Porzingis. Maybe Porzingis could be the X factor here for this team. But I think it might all be up to Holiday, too. We always know it's Brown, it's Tatum, and this and that. You know, I have faith in Derek White. To make good decisions, to play damn good defense. Which one of those other two guys is going to step up, flip the switch? Sit here and wait. Wait until the finals. Is anything short of that? I'm with McCone. It's, it's, it's a failure. It's a failure. Yeah. This is your window. It's now. <laughs> Think about the teams they've tried to build. Bringing in Kyrie, bringing in Gordon Hayward. Didn't work. There was a kid from Carolina had the bum knee. They brought him in. I was forgetting point guard. UConn kid. Oh, Kemba? Yeah. yeah. Kemba Walker. They've tried it here. Bum. UConn bum. You know yeah. what, what, are your guys? Yeah, what are your guys? What are Champion. your guys? Score a lot of points. Just, just a UConn bum. <laughs> yeah. That's like, all. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like They've tried to assemble these type of teams, but it seems like, ooh, Brad's got this one right. He's got it right. There's I, no see, one I see they retired uh, Rip Hamilton's number, by the way, the other night. Were you there for uh, that, McCone? Emotional. No. Yeah. They, they, they do Donnie Marshall yet? It's expensive You guys get Donnie Marshall's number up there? Oh, yeah. 
emotional night for you? Emotional. You yeah. shed a tear. What's a chicken finger French fries yeah. cost here? Is it expensive? Go to Gamer. Pretty expensive. Right now it is. Really? You know, number wow. one team in the country. Now, now we've dropped. Oh, price gouging. Yeah. So they price gouge. All right. Secondary market killer. Good to know. Like they say, no championship like your first, right, McCone? <laughs> and Rip was there for that. He was. 617-779-0985. Is it pressure that we have to worry about with the Celtics? Is that what it is? Are they are they not built to withstand the pressure? And how much pressure are they going to feel between now and, let's say, the Easter Conference Finals? Because I don't know how much pressure there is right now. They're, they can kind of coast. I don't hate them for that. Coast. They, they ever went Rest. down like a game or two to Miami? Like, if they ever dropped, like, game one or game two, like, you know, nervous? It's going to make you nervous. Oh, it yeah. makes me want to listen to Queen and David Bowie under pressure. I guess. Under pressure. Let's yeah. get back to some of your All calls right. right after this. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on Backstagecountry.com. This is the show that keeps Boston sports fans working. Yeah, I'm a sexual freak. Zolak and Bertrand. That's stuff we do. On the Sports Hub. this a thing this was huge when he did it i didn't know this was a thing oh i oh my god i got it, it blew up my whole timeline i just don't understand why it was a thing why he did this so i was the one with all but he had all the glory and i think this is him signing off like you hear this song went beneath my wings it's like it's kind of closure with all you were content to let me shine and i shine Hmm. Yep. Thanks for the memories, Vin. Who's your hero, Tim? Come on, right now. Gotta have one. Everybody's got one. I mean, Rip Hamilton after that 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 uh, Jersey retirement, Rip, right there. It was electric. I mean, it was emotional. It was everything you wanted it to be. Absolutely. Jeff is in Manchester. Hi, Jeff. Hey guys. Thanks hey. for picking my call. I never get to listen to you live anymore, but I never miss the podcast. Thank you. Um, I wanted to ask about Mac Jones. I, I've i been on the fence whether or not they should try and do anything with him, but what always gives me some pause is that last last season in the first Jets game where they won, he gave the little the little tap to Sauce Gardner, allegedly. Sauce tossed him, what, a yard, almost two yards? No one from the Patriots reacted whatsoever. And it just kind of shows – where his standing is in the locker room if no one's going to even defend the quarterback. Yeah, I think it tells you that they didn't think all that highly of him. 
And they also knew that what he had done to Sauce was another one of his dirty plays. Your thoughts on that, so Mosley, right? That's who we sat and talked to at the Super Bowl. You know, and that's a former Bama guy, too. Like, yeah, I think, man, we're kind of shocked what happened with Sauce. Yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, I forgot about that, but, you know, there's not a, there's not a visible reclamation project, so to speak, like, you know, kind of making his way out to the Super Bowl to do the rounds, sort of get his name back out there. He's kind of, and I don't blame him. It's been a bad year. You know, what are you going to do? Who are you going to talk to? But, you know, to carry yourself with confidence to get out there and say, yeah, well, this was a problem or that was a problem. The way things blew up, you could talk about it now. And um, I want to get back to the way I played as a rookie. I want to do that. I, I felt I felt good that year. Something happened this year, and that wasn't me. You got to sell that. I just think it, it's going to be hard for him to do that here based on, you know, the head coach is the guy you went up against every day in practice. A lot of that team spoke up about, we need to score points on defense because we can't score on offense. There was some division there, it felt, in the locker room. Safe to say, right? Yeah. Um, by the way, the Vikings general manager just came out and said, there is zero chance the Vikings will be trading Justin Jefferson. It has never crossed his mind. Okay. See, I... And you can forget about it. I, I, I still think there's the potential for a trade without the player. You, you mean, could not want the quarterback. They may desire to get that quarterback and hop up to three, yes. and you go back to 11, and you could still get a quarterback there like a J.J. McCarthy if you want a quarterback. And, again, see how this combine goes. Drake May's not throwing. Let's see if let's see if McCarthy can pop here. Let's see if one of those guys, Penix, pops. Had a good senior bowl. We talked about this. Um, you could still jump from 11 to 3 and get a bunch of picks. There was no players involved in the Trey Lance trade. More on Justin you know? Jefferson. He said the team and Jefferson got unbelievably close to a deal last summer that the rumors and a lot of the stuff that has been said about the contract negotiations is completely false. He reiterated that the team wants him to be around for a long time. Okay, and this is what Chase is waiting on too. So Jamar Chase, we played with at LSU, as we know, the T. Higgins uh, saga is going to go on here. He's probably going to get tagged on Tuesday as T. Higgins. So the official day you could tag people is starting Tuesday, March 5th. Um, and Chase has been open about this. He goes, yeah, I'm not signing because um, I'm waiting for Jefferson to set the market. I think he thinks he deserves more money than Jefferson. I think Jefferson's the, a better receiver. But I don't blame him. They're one and two. As far as that age, that dynamic, both of them, game breakers. You know, if you're paying a quarterback, we got money to pay somebody. The tag has already happened. The tag deadline is on Tuesday. Oh, the deadline. Okay. Yeah, they've already been able to do it. Okay. So it's done. Okay. So you have until Tuesday. So we have until Tuesday. And this is the beginning of really where the offseason starts. Combine, tags are all set. And then I think March 14th, 12th, 11th. I think the 9th, 10th is when the illegal tampering can take place. The beginning of that week. Second week of March there. So. Coming out exciting. It's going to be a fun month. Patriots could be linked to a lot of players. Nick is in Plymouth. Hi, Nick. Hey, guys. I know you guys have been talking about uh, Lenu and obviously Duggar being the two main guys for the tag, but who else do they need to keep? And if they can actually work out a contract for both of those, is anybody else somebody that you'd go and tag like Zeke or Hunter Henry? Yeah. Um, And even some of the cheaper guys like Austin, 
Um, there's a lot of guys on there that I want to see back on this team, especially if they can be for small amounts of money just to create depth. You give me the second half of the way Christian Barmore play, I put I put him into, into that type of category. Now, yeah. the tag number on Hunter Henry, because of who he is and the amount of years paid and what he's been paid, it's a much higher than what we thought. So you're north of 16. We thought it was somewhere around 12 or 13. Not so the case. I think it's 16.7 or 16.5. The number's up there for Henry, which sort of takes him off the tag. I try and get a deal done with him. That's all. You got money. You got stuff that's more important than just the tag. You got money to spend. Yeah, plus, when you tag guys, you, sometimes you piss them off. Now, now they're holding me down. I want more guaranteed money. Do you think they? You, I think you had mentioned in the past, and I have as well, that they could tag Duggar because they just yep. like him so much. And yes, uses as a way to force him to get a deal done here. Yeah, and uh, he doesn't feel like a flight. Is risk he right worth now. it though? Like I think it's well, real. I think they could actually do that. Yeah, I don't know that it's the right move though. I think he was with ath- athletes first, and then he switched to one on one, not one on one. But I think that's the name of the agency. Mm-hmm. Represents McCourty. Represents um, uh, Daron Harmon. It's all the Rutgers guys. Who is? More inclined to do get deals done and remain a patriot, you know. Devin did, Duran did. Um, so we'll see what happens. I know he switched agency, so and he's been in the building working out. Wolf today said one is a core player. Made it sound like that's going to be a priority for them getting a deal done with him. Yeah, which but is the, a, thing, which the, is good. the thing that Owenu has going for him is he can say, "Well, I'm going to hit the market. I'm going to get offers. You could tag me. You could, but you're on the hook then for they twenty, almost twenty-one million dollars. Yeah, they don't, don't want to tag him." You know, you're, you're at the point now, too, where he could sell, sell himself. You're so you're so diverse. You could play both guards. You could play tackle. Yeah. He could even play left, I'm sure, in a pinch. Do you think him firing the agent is a good sign or a bad sign for him returning? I think it's a good sign. If you're firing your agent right now before you're about to hit free agency, the thing your agent has been telling you at this point is, we can't wait to hit the market. We can't wait to, wait to deal it off. Can't wait to get out of there. Why would you fire your agent now? It's the end of February. Free agency begins in two weeks, and you're firing your agent? It's odd. Think about it. Okay, you already drafted City, so you know David Andrews is coming back in the middle. It, so you got Andrews. That thought quick. Yes. If you're firing your agent two weeks before free agency, you might be doing it because you know you're coming back, and you're like, well, I'm just going to save myself the money and That's do this myself. Yeah. That, it was it, the, that was the end of the It is interesting because I heard that yeah. from Elliot Wolf, and it stuck out to me. We're talking to Duggar's, Duggar's representation, and we're talking to Mike. That, I said, ooh, Bruski. Smart guy. Save money. No agent. Yeah, yeah representing I, bet he, myself. I bet he regrets that a little bit. Well, he could have made more money in his career. Of course he could have. But sometimes that eases your mind as the player. I mean, what's what's more important? Yeah, mental health, regular health, all that. Speaking for yourself. But it was interesting. Yeah, he said we're talking to Mike and we're talking to Duggar's representation. So, talking to Mike, mm. and we got a big, big deal Mike. done for Big Mike. <laughs> big Mike. Big Mike. The blind. They signed him back. We got the blind side ready. Big Mike. That story wasn't so true, huh? Some of it. I think they got the gist of it. Yeah. I think Big Mike's just <laughs> thought there was more money, payday, looking yeah. for more money at the moment. You think he really held that kid back when he got in that car? Yes. Wow. Yes. A sort of a paternal instinct. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Headlines now on McCone. We'll come back. we got time for more of your calls. We'll talk to you next. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. <laughs> 
Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Sports Hub. Now, look at all the suits. Zulak and Bertrand <laughs> on 98.5 The Sports Hub. Tonight it's very clear as we're both lying here. There's so many things I want to say. This is so badass. Like at Brady in his new house. You know, those big boat piers, those big pylons that stick out, the wood ones. This is what you got a cap blaring through the speakers? To have him. Is that what you're about to do I'm here? Standing, standing on there. It's like the seagulls in there. Ah, doing Karate Kid moves. Doing the bouncing. And Alex sitting there. Just getting him going, man. Getting him in shape. 12-pack, 12-pack. What? Turn your mic on. Turn your mic broken. on. Broken. Speak. There it is. There it is. Is she still across the bay? Do we still She's have that little situation there. going on? He's got the premier property, though, and I wonder if that was part of the... Where, in Miami? Oh, he's on Billionaire's Island. Yeah. Did he build the house? $17 million to, to tear it down, then built it up. Yes. So the house is done. The house is finished. I think he moved in this week. Oh, my God. The I house saw... is done already? His kids... Must be so great to be that kind his... of wealthy. Yeah. Where his... you're the first in line for just anything you do. His yeah. son... Just build that and have it done in, like, two months. Yeah. His son had, like, ten kids over to Swint to... They were in a hot tub, the square hot tub that he had built there. And you can just tell they're rich kids. No, are they? They're, they're all tanned yeah, up. No. All tanned up, long hair, like, you know, sort of got the, uh, you know, the shark tooth necklaces. Like, just, you know, kids are just typical Miami kids. Like, there's only one way they're getting on that island. You got money. It's fully guarded. Like, you're, it's the only one way you're getting there. Getting there by boat or getting there through the gate. I don't know what they ate. Hey, kids, come on, have some. Has some rice puffs. <laughs> I, got, I have some of that fake chocolate I was pushing. So here's could, a real question. What was the name of that stuff? Now Remember? that he's not playing. Whole Foods? Now that he's not playing and now that he's not living with Giselle, huh? do you think he's he's holding up that whole no junk food, everything's natural crap that he, he was into as yeah. a player? Yeah. Or do you think he reverted right back to Johnny Foxborough living in the condo and no. eating subs? Right? Remember you used to talk about that? He's like, I used to just crush subs. No, I saw the damn. <laughs> he did. <laughs> what the was, the, what was the pizza shop he used to always go to down there? He had like a place that he was always going to. Oh, that was Franklin Pizza. Yeah. Yeah, Franklin Pizza. We all, we all went there. Yeah. Isn't he yeah. walking across with a subway in his hand at the Super Bowl? The first Super Bowl? Probably. Yeah. Dude loved a sandwich. And he stopped That's eating sandwich. sandwiches. So my question is, are sandwiches back in? No. How no, do you know? You, you could tell. Ask him. You could tell because Alex still floats around. He's still in all the pictures. You see the pictures in the background. And he, someone's always carrying that that black jug of water that he's always freaking what? drink. Like he's not he, playing he drinks anymore. Every, he's got to drink a, every five minutes. If he had minutes. a carb, his face would like, just blow say up it, like Just say crazy. be like, hey, uh, Tom, you crushed an Italian lately or what? Like, you imagine? You know, what, what do you, yeah. And I'm talking about sandwiches. Right <laughs> you imagine get him on his boat. <laughs> go, over to, go over to Shooters on the Intercoastal right there down in Lauderdale. <laughs> Get like a 12 pack of Coronas, like on a bucket of ice, and just chicken fingers and buckets of ranch just to drip it just in. Just hammer it. So, if you've you know been good to have a taste. Yeah, in the dynasty in the early episode, I think it was one or two, where they show him in the condo, the footage in the condo. Yeah. Your old condo. Yeah. 
He's trashed. You can tell he's hammered. Yeah, I think he was shooting pulls, shooting stick with Matt Chatham in the basement there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know he had several sandwiches that day and <laughs> several drinks. Yeah. His love shrine was a Yeah, mess maybe up he just here. does that like, you know, Milliken's got his cheat day. If he's, is that what you call it? What do you call it, Saturdays? It's a cheat day. Okay, his cheat day on Saturday. Does Brady have one of those now? He doesn't have one of those. What Nobody like? has one Brady's of those. Brady's got a large okay. pizza in the fridge for Saturday morning. Make my head hurt more. Today's Tuesday. What 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 is your menu for today? I'm good today. So on Saturday. No, no, you're not good today. Like what did you eat today on your way in? Nothing. I, I only eat one meal a day now. What are you, my dog? Yeah. I Tom stole, inspired it. He stole that in, from intermittent me. Fasting. You're intermittent fasting now? Every day, except Saturday. That day is three to four meals. What do you consider a meal on Saturday? Like, give me your morning breakfast. Saturday, I did a Cape Cod pizza in the morning. I ordered the night before, prepared. How many slices? The whole the entire small pizza. bar pizza oh, with wings. With Glu- wings. Gluten-free wings, by the way. Oh, 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 oh healthy. Yeah. Those will come yeah. out faster. <laughs> I did the three patties for five guys for lunch. And then at night, I finished the day with a large chicken parm from Johnny Macaroni's. So you got the three patties. We were a three-patty burger with, with, <laughs> the with the bun? <laughs> with the bun. Yeah, with the bun. Onions, that peppers, and uh, jalapenos. What'd that run you? 40. Do you know how much money? With DoorDash. Do you know how much? You can't even go pick it up. No, that ruins the whole cheat day. Can't fit through the door. That Door, was uncalled DoorDash for. DoorDash bugs. I, DoorDash. I'm, I'm extremely bothered by DoorDash. Because the price is different and then the delivery fees on top of it. Is that what you're saying? Well, and then also when four cars sit in your driveway. And well, yeah, DoorDash that is true. Ding dong. Like, I get it. If you need it. Door, if you, like, are you effing kidding me? If you don't have the ability to go somewhere, I get it. If you oh, have totally, four cars totally. in your driveway, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, if you're stuck to your house and you can't go, but if, if you choose it out of laziness and that your father will pay for it and you, you, you use DoorDash three times a day, then I got a problem with it. I am paying for this, by the way. Yeah. You know how much money you could save just by getting like three Bubba burgers and grilling them or putting them in a pan? That's time. And That's using my own time. What? what do you sit? What do you do? You know how many Saturday? years of your life? What do you, you do while you wait not? for door Yeah. What do you do in between the meals on Saturday? What do you watch baseball videos? Yeah. Right now it's spring training, so I'm you know cutting videos, posting, doing all cutting that. Cutting and posting videos. <laughs> not on my page, and I don't know who is the one posting those videos. He's making me hyperventilate. Saturdays are fun. We can hang out, Zoe. Eat with me. No. Wouldn't be any food I'll left out. over. Like, I'll, I'll hang out. We're not doing the Saturday thing. Like, that's... We'll break it down to two meals. Two big ones. So we, what's the meal today? Meat halfway or something? Yeah, what are you going to eat later today? Uh, I'm probably going to have a chicken sandwich when I get home and that'll be all. What kind of chicken sandwich? Breaded? Yeah, like uh, grilled. Going for it. You know who's got a hell of a fish sandwich right now? Speaking of Lent. McDonald's. No, I know they have the two. <laughs> the Wendy's panko encrusted fish sandwich is the bomb. Encrusted. Yeah, it's panko. Panko Fred. Phenomenal. It's panko, T-bone. <laughs> Durr. I don't know. Sorry. Like, what is the difference between panko and regular breadcrumbs? They're crunchier on panko, huh? Well, they're sort of, they're, they're, they're larger. Is what, that's part of it. Mm. I just want to feed Milliken healthy food. Like, okay. We're looking at the sandwich that Fowler's putting up. That looks like a good sandwich. Let's man. talk to Matt. He's in Peabody. Hey, Matt. I'm hungry. Matt. Hey, Matt. Yeah, how are we doing today, guys? Hi. Uh, so my question was, do you think that, if any, is there any speculation on what the Patriots are going to do with their first pick? Yeah. Speculation? And, Lots of it. Tons of it. Yeah. So... 
if it's just, um, let's you, say they take a quarterback. What do you want them to do, do think, Matt? What do you want them to do? Well, to be honest, I'd like to see them take a quarterback, but okay. I don't know who they would want to take. Well, say they take um, quarterback X and you get quarterback X. Who's going to catch and block for quarterback X? What if he gets his head ripped off the first two years? What if he turns into Mac Jones by year three and sort of just shell-shocked? So that's what was my question. We're back to square one, buddy. Yeah. Do you think that that they're going to trade the pick? Yeah. Trade it. Okay. I'm leaning trade right now. Leaning trade. I'm not saying get Marvin Harrison. I don't think that fixes anything. I'm for acquiring more players. Good players. You're going to hit in the top 15 of the draft. You're just you're going to hit. So trade back to 10, 10 or 11. Stay in it. Get two more first-round picks. Now, it's going to take you a while. you got to be patient for three years. I'm not the most patient person, and I'm already talking about this because I want them to be back in it. But what's back in it? Like, the Chiefs had issues this year, and they won the Super Bowl. Buffalo should have been in the mix, and they weren't. Baltimore kicked ass all year, and they choked. Nothing's given in this league, man. Just be in the mix. Be in the mix in November. And being in the mix isn't 13-3. and three. Being in the mix is freaking 6-7, and seven and you're knocking on the door. What, 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 is that a lot to ask for? Given a parody in this league and some of the dumb coaching that goes on and some of the bad quarterback play that goes on? I don't think so. We know, we know Kansas City's always going to be in it. They got Mahomes. They got the coach. Baltimore might implode now. I think they're going to be like like Buffalo, go a little backwards next year, because that's usually what happens, because you choked. I have no clue what Buffalo's going to be, but they got a pretty good quarterback. Cincinnati should have a bounce back year. But what if you got some dissension between the receivers? Now, all of a sudden, everybody got to get paid. You're going to have a problem. Burrow's pretty good. Pittsburgh's kind of always in it, aren't they? That team was in the freaking playoffs with Mason Rudolph. And for the most part, they played Mitch Trubisky all freaking year. Why can't you beat Pittsburgh with Trubisky? Is that that hard to ask of? I don't think so. I'm not asking to be 13-3 and and we're talking division round. No. No, just be in the mix. Let's have some fun going into the holidays when I put my tree up. Damn it. I want to buy Patriot stuff again for people. Hey, what do you want for Christmas? Well, oh, I want a new Patriots like shirt, Pats man. Again. Oh, I want, a, I want a Patriots tassel cap. And do it now? No, they don't want it. I want my kids to want Patriots gear. Greg and Methuen on the Celtics. Hey, Greg. Hey, guys. Yeah. Big fan. Um, first time on the show. Uh, quick question. A lot of talk about the Celtics since the All Star break, mm-hmm. even on uh, ESPN this morning. And uh, I believe that the only thing that can stop the Celtics is themselves, personally. Uh, injuries. If they can stay healthy, I don't see anybody who can stop them. Uh, and then just a quick question, if you guys think the Pats can uh, somehow pull off a Justin Fields trade. I don't know how hard that Justin Fields trade would be to pull off. It's The question is, would you want to do it? I don't even know if you'd have to flip a three for him. I'd flip a four to help you bridge the gap to the next guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm in for it. That's not stopping me from drafting a quarterback, though. 
No, but then I don't want to take one of three then. Now you're going to take a guy and not play him? See, that's part of the problem that scares me at three. Because I hear that there's only one guy that's ready to go, and that might be Jaden Daniels. I think Jaden Daniels is going to be off the board. So then you're just going to take Drake May to take Drake May. Oh, we're not going to play him either. So now we're going to still have to look to fill that position. Even after wasting the third pick. Not wasting it, but using it. we got to be patient. Got to wait. We're going to be doing a lot of waiting here, bud. Yep. Yep. Got a lot of scenarios are going to play out by now and then. That's why trading the pick is in play. I'm telling you. Guy's a former Green Bay type race scout, and he's running the show, and he knows the value of acquiring players. He knows the dire need you're in on offense. He talked about having to get what? Get loaded weapons? We need weapons? Yeah. They just don't fall off trees. You got to go get them. And you got to move around to get them. Today's takeaway collateral to do it. Do it! Coming your way now. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. Feels like that changed. You tighten that up a little shorter? Okay. It's time for today's takeaway. It's not going to make it longer. Brought to you by Wake 180 Weight Loss. Uh, what will be the takeaway after your first visit with Awake 180? That you made the right choice to choose it. That's what it is. Awake180weightloss.com. We brought up that Fenway is bringing back real ketchup, mm-hmm. according to some reports. Internet rumors and such. Yeah. Milliken seems to be confirming the news through his unofficial sources. Real ketchup back to Fenway. Which brought on a story about a guy eating a hot dog and getting sick on his way home from Gillette. I don't know how this happened, but it did. I hit the hot dog, and um, okay. they allowed me to go to this deli bar where you can put on the chopped onions, oh, the yeah. jalapeno. Okay, yep. Yep. now I know what we're talking about yep. here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we win the game overtime. Awesome. We leave the stadium. Hit that traffic uh, coming out the stadium. And that's when the light starts to spin. And uh, I was prepared to let there. loose. Yep. You put uh, your pants. I had about nine layers on. I was ready to let loose under layer one uh, and kind of uh, contain it all inside so, of like a balloon. Was that but, from the uh, onions or was this from the, uh, the, uh, the, the Sam Adams? Or yeah. The, the, yeah. All of them. Uh, it, was, it was everything. It was everything. It was, it, was, uh, it was the Guinness. It was the jalapenos. It you was let the it go? onions. Did you let uh, it go? Uh, no, I chipmunked it. Kind of just blew up my cheeks, and luckily it went right back down. And uh, uh-huh. nobody was the wiser. Yep. yep. Yeah, you puked and yep. swallowed it back down? I, I I had my lips pursed right together, and uh, yeah, I was ready to blow right into my uh, first layer there. Kind of contained it all in the balloon. Right down and, the uh, sleeve. Yeah, that yeah. would have been my uh, recommendation. Well, I was all tucked in. That's a good win. Good comeback. <laughs> 
That was a good game. <laughs> big win, big win. That was a good win. Um, I got confused from the get-go there because he started with, I had the onions and this and that, and then he said, I was ready to go under all my layers. And when you're buttoned up and you wear the overalls, like Louth would always wear. And could, yeah, it sounded like you was talking I, about I don't want to take everything down. I was going to poop. Yeah, no, and he did. No, he, he was like going to boot. He was going to boot. Does that make it better or worse? I think it makes it worse. Because Parcells always talk about that. When you guys would play poorly, I would sit in the front row of that plane. I would throw up in my mouth about three or four times, swallow it, and throw up again. Like, that was his statement to us. Parcells would tell you that he did that? Because this tape was so bad, I didn't want to show it to you. Because when I started watching, I was in the front row of the plane. I'd throw up once, swallow it, throw up again, swallow it again. And that's how bad it was. QC Kinetics, 617 644. Sometimes you just got to let it go, man. Like, it, it just, it, it's on its way up. And, <laughs> you know, when you get the mouth sweats a little and you, you taste uh, you the, the fluids coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It sounds so bad. I, you got to hamper some, you just power through things, man. QC got- Kinetics, 617 644. Pain. Six one seven six four four pain. Poor kid. Nice. Got halfway out the window. That was almost a year ago. Feels like twenty. Yeah, I was gonna say I would have guessed it was two years Felt ago. Like COVID, like COVID years. Oh, it was a home broadcast. That's for no, sure. It was home. <laughs> yeah. Gonna need it. Gonna need a bucket. <laughs> some wipes. Spray. Psst, 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 psst. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Well, hey, that's some good news, though, for the Red Sox. You need it. Something to cling to right now, Milliken. Does that make you want to eat more hot dogs, Milliken? Knowing that, like, the ketchup's real? Or it doesn't matter? See, there, there are hot dog aficionados that say if you put ketchup on it, it's a sin. Like, you go to Oneyville. You don't want ketchup. No, no, it's it's mustard and onions. Yeah, and the red and the uh, meat sauce. The, uh, to get a real Fenway Frank, it's like the guy, the Irish guy, you're blown away. I mean, give me one of them Fenway Franks. Give me the spicy mustard. Two packages. Good job, McCone. Yeah, good job, McCone. For you sure. in tomorrow? I'm in tomorrow. Oh, right back at it. We'll do it again. Starting tomorrow at 10 a.m. Felger Mass coming your way next. Have a great afternoon.